Yes, good afternoon. Welcome. You listen to Sheffield Live. This is 93.2 FM and Sunday Sounds with me, Luke Crofts. And me, Scott Brady. How are you doing, sir? Sunday again. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You had a good uh, week? I'm not crazy just yet. Oh, good. Good. Uh, well, we're, we're, we've got another three weeks of lockdown, apparently, according to the government. So, oh, that was, uh, was that yesterday they said that, weren't it? Something? Or day before? I can't remember. Every day is the same. <laughs> Every day is the same. Um, you haven't put Christmas decorations up, have you? No, I've uh, I've left them out from uh, last year. Oh, excellent. Yeah, no, I was just wondering because I'm sure I, I've been singing Christmas songs, and I'm sure were you humming a Christmas song just before we came on? It might have been the wedding uh, march. Uh, oh yeah, the wedding march. Yeah, I don't know why. All right, just going, it's just slowly going crazy. It's a bit like uh, The Shining. Have you seen that? I haven't actually. Oh, okay. Well, uh, we'll move on from that little bit then. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh. So you're hanging in there, are you? Yeah, you've been furloughed, haven't you? I have, I have. Uh, well, technically, it doesn't start until next week because uh, I'm, I'm on I'm on holiday before we go on furlough. But yeah, very boring. So yeah, that's a minimum of three weeks, but likely until the end of May. So that's going to be a long six weeks. Oh yeah, I mean it's the. It's a word everyone's saying, but no one had heard of three weeks ago, furlough. No one knew what that was before. Yeah. I don't even think the government knew what that was. They just dropped it in when they had to. Maybe. We we were talking about it last week at work, or this week, should I say, at work, and uh, somebody said apparently furlough is the second most commonly used F word in the workplace, (laughs) which is an interesting fact. Yeah, I, I, I'll not guess what the first one is. No, no, um, I, 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 they didn't say, but I would imagine it's something you can't say on the radio. It's one of the seven bad words that you can't say. Um, talking seven, of, hang on, hang on, hang on, seven bad words. Apparently, you, seven. You don't really want to go there, do you? No, no but I'm just trying to work out what they are. Well, according to my old mate Dale Lefebvre, who uh, who's a does another show on Sheffield Live, uh, the Match Chance Show, he was saying the seven. Um, and I'm like, oh, I didn't realise there was seven, and then he just reeled them off, thankfully off mic. But um, yeah, did, what, did he drop something on his foot before, or did he just? No, just went straight oh. into it, straight into it. Okay. But anyway, talking of seven, we've got seven tracks today. Uh, we've oh, we've sl- slid an extra one in, for want of a better yeah. expression. <laughs> yeah, we yeah we just popped an extra one in because uh, one of the songs is is it two or three seconds long or something like that. <laughs> yeah, so no, we've got longer than that, but it's very short. Yeah, we're very good, so we couldn't leave it out. We've got Dan Lyons up second, uh, a song from his new album, but we li- we liked that one the most. I think that was the one that was submitted first, and uh, it's only a minute and twenty, but it's a nice little song. So we're gonna we're gonna yeah. leave it in. Um, we've also got songs from the cover sets, their new one, uh, Winachi Tribe, Narrow Margin, Yellow Brain, who uh, you might have known previously of uh, as Afghan Sand Gang. Never liked that name, so I'm glad, glad they changed know that. it. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Uh, we've also got uh, Gary John Taylor and Reclaim Vienna. So, a bit of an eclectic mix today. I think those were the words you used, Scotterillo. Yeah, old Pete Sellers will be happy with that. <laughs> no, I mean, Paul Sellers, I would have it on that time. Oh, dear. Uh, he does uh, listen to the show, you know. Sorry, Paul. It's all Scott's oh, fault. And what it was on, uh, the first time I did it was uh, accidental, but this time was intentional. So, yeah. And we've also got guest the band, uh, Chart Toppers, and the birthday game. So a packed show, that? packed show today. Um, did you did you have a good Easter last week? Yes, I uh, got the last of my egg finished. Well, egg eggs finished yesterday. Um, 
I don't know how long your eggs last. Did you get many? No. None. Only what we bought. Very sad. But yeah, very yeah, nice. Bathroom. You don't. Oh, what do you mean? Do you think? Did you believe the Easter Bunny still drops them off? Uh, well, I, I, somebody told me he'd been furloughed, so that's probably why. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh no, I, I only got two, but I uh, polished them all off yesterday. Made it sound like it a lot yesterday, but the last few bits. So everything's rubbish at the minute. But one bit of good news that I saw this week in the news um, was Tom Moore, the old uh, World War Two veteran. Yes. Uh, it's quite common news, but fantastic story. So I think we'll just mention it quickly. Yeah, uh, yeah, 99-year-old Tom Moore uh, that pledged to uh, walk 10 laps of his garden for 10 days leading up to his 100th birthday. Yes. Uh, you heard about it, did you, in the news? Yeah, so as it stands at the moment, he's raised about £14 million. £14 yeah. million, pounds, which is a ridiculous amount of money, which is unbelievable, a great achievement. People are calling for him to be knighted and all the rest of it, which is which is brilliant. Um it really puts things into perspective when people are moaning about not being able to go outside and this this guy is um, raising all this money. Um, yeah, his target was only a thousand pounds as well, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It's staggering. Thousand quid. Um, it, well, he was staggering because he had got his uh, Zimmer frame. But anyway, that was a joke. Uh, but did you see on the, on the uh, if you go on YouTube, you can find the final lap. Uh, he had a guard of honour from the 1st Battalion of the Yorkshire Regiment to uh, all salute him as he came into the final lap and all the newspapers and uh, cameras and everything were there, and he were nice, humble old old boy. They don't make them like that anymore. No, they don't. So, uh, well done, Tom, and well done for raising all that cash. Good yeah. for you, mate. What a great story. What a great story. Yeah. Um, and it was week three of clapping for the NHS as well on Thursday night. Um, were you out clapping again? Uh, to be fair, I just got out of the shower and it was one minute past eight, and I thought, what's going on out there? So I told them all to shut up, but then I realised it was clapping for the NHS, uh, so I carried on. Oh, very good, very good. We had uh, we had people out with the pots and pans uh, on on Thursday and fireworks and everything. It's uh, yeah, it's really good. But did you see um, Ben Fogel put on Twitter that um, maybe we should clap for the Queen's birthday on the twenty first of April? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, a few people um, thought it was a bit inappropriate. I don't know. I thought it was a nice thing to do, but um, he got a bit of grief on Twitter about it from uh, from a few different people, which I think is a shame. You know, you haven't got a knife to say, don't bother. Why was, why was it inappropriate? I don't know. People just didn't oh, right. didn't think it was the right thing to do. We, they said, no, we should be clapping for the NHS, which completely get. But don't have a go at Ben Fogel for it. Just be nice. Yeah. It just seemed that everyone's wanting to clap for everybody nowadays, though, doesn't it? All, all of a sudden, no, because it went so well for the NHS, then clap for Boris, clap for... Um, I don't know what the other ones were. There were several other ones, weren't there, that were just clap for this, clap for that, clap for that, and it's... I don't know. I think um, I guess I get the NHS one, and it's great. Although uh, a friend of mine said it was absolutely pointless to do that, but I think I disagree. I think it's a nice touch because my wife Claire works for the NHS, and she she, she appreciates it. You know, it just shows how much everyone appreciates them, doesn't it? So that's it can't can't be a bad thing, that can it? No, I don't think so. And when we're all you know when we're all housebound, it's about the, as much as we can do. So I think it's nice. I think people should just stop being miseries and just embrace Ooh. it. Anyway. Right. Anyway, uh, shall we have the first song of the show, Scott? Uh, yes, please, Luke, if you don't mind. That'd be great. All right. Um, which, are we going first for the cover sets? Is that correct? We are indeed. This is their new single. It's called Spin. You listen to Sheffield Live on 93.2 FM. This is Sunday Sounds. This is Sheffield Live. 
Right, that was the cover sets with Spin, the new one. Love that one, Scott. Amazing track. My, probably my favourite one to start the show with ever. Oh, brilliant. I'm glad you like that. Uh, they were supposed to be doing a tour. They should have actually been halfway through a tour, but obviously they can't at the moment. Um, but they've decided to do it virtually, which is quite a nice touch. Yes, uh, I've, not, I've not actually seen any of it, but I'm gonna, I can catch up with it. It's all on YouTube if you choose to do so. They've got four more days to do. Uh, the next one is going to be on the 24th of April. So uh, try and tune in for that if you want on YouTube or via their Facebook channel. Yeah, that's uh, this Friday or next Friday, as Scott would incorrectly put it. It is incorrect because it's this Friday. It's the next Friday, isn't it? No, the, the Friday... Oh, I don't want to get into all this anyway. Can we move on, please? Yeah, we better move on. All right, it's time for Guess the Band. Oh, yeah. Guess the band if you can. So this is the part of the show where Scott gives us the original name of a band and you've got to tell us via Twitter what they're called now. And conveniently, we call this feature Guess the Band. So, which <laughs> band were originally known as Composition of Sound? Any ideas? No. Oh. Was it 1, Depeche Mode, B, Duran Duran, or 3, Tears for Fears? 
Mm. Depeche Mode, Duran Duran, Tears for Fears. Three. If you think you know, or even if you don't know, you can never guess by going onto Twitter, Sunday Sounds SL, pressing one of the buttons very quickly and register a vote, and then half an hour will reveal the answer. Yes, thank you, Scott. That was Guess the Band. Guess the band if you can. Right, we'll reveal the answer at uh, around quarter to three, so get your votes on for that. Um, next, it's Dan Lyons. This is the um, new uh, song from the new album, Sub Suburbia. Uh, and this one's Part-Time Creep. We like this one, don't we? Yes, we do. It's a good track. Very short, but sweet. This is Sheffield Live. Ever since you slept with Dan Lyons with Part-Time Creep from uh, his new album, Sub Suburbia. Got a good sound to it, hasn't it, that? Yeah, I like it, actually. Um, he, had a, he had a good year last year. He was touring with uh, the Libertines, which is pretty cool. Very cool. Very, very cool, yeah. Yeah, he did a couple of dates in uh, Manchester and Birmingham. Mm, so I'll, uh, if you want to check out his album, it's on Apple Music, Spotify, all the usual ones. Or if you want to purchase it, you can go to Amazon Music, Rough Trade, uh, official store, whatever that's called, and resident music. If you want to buy it from there, coloured vinyl apparently. So uh, collectible, I imagine. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. There you go. Um, have you been? Uh, I, I imagine you have been watching stuff on telly because let's face it, there's nothing else to do. Absolutely none. We've just uh, we've just finished since we last spoke. I've watched the uh, first, well, the only series of King Tiger that everyone's banging on about. The ah. uh, is that um, is that similar to the Netflix drama called The Tiger King? Ah, God damn <laughs> yes. Not, <laughs> not similar, yeah, but not drama, documentary, but I did I, I picked wrong. Yeah, you, Tiger King, sweet lord. Were you thinking yeah, of King Prawns or something? I am now. Ah, I am now. Um, but yeah, sorry, Tiger King. Yes, we've just finished watching that. I, I, do you know what people have been telling me about this constantly? Nick's watched the full lot without me, I should say. Um, which is a bit annoying Um, but um, I was watching Gogglebox last week I think it was and uh, they were showing a bit of it and Nick were like oh watch this it's it's just ridiculous and I was watching it and it's like the the guy's an absolute loon isn't he he's just crazy Um, but some of the things that happen in that you know in that um, in that world are just ridiculous it's like a different planet altogether isn't it absolutely yeah it's crazy everyone in it is is crazy and it's hard to I get the impression, well, I've looked on Twitter as well because I thought everyone's sort of 
bad-mouthing this woman that wants to supposedly wants to uh, free the thinks it's wrong for them to uh, wild tigers and cats to be held in captivity. So she wants to free them all and send them. Uh, so obviously all these lion, uh, all these zookeepers absolutely despise her because she's um, wanting to stop them earning their living. Yeah, talking it's about kind the job, of what basically. it's all about. Yeah, and uh, but. I think Netflix have sort of tried to put a spin on it to make her seem like a bad person, and maybe she is. But I can't. I, so I could. I could. I could sort of see through what they were trying to do, and uh, I will. I'm not going to. I'm not going to fall for what they're trying to push push me to believe. And at the end of it, I feel that this Carol Baskin isn't a bad person, despite what everyone else seems to think. Well, hold, so I'm I, interested I, to know I, what you think. I haven't seen it all. Um, I've only seen bits of it, but. Whether whether or not she's a bad person, I'm not sure, um, and I'm not sure how it's been spanned. But the the bit I saw, one of the workers had their arm ripped off by one of these big cats that was kept in captivity. So mm. she might be onto something there. But the other thing is that he was seemingly not concerned about this poor woman that had had her arm ripped off whatsoever. He was more worried about whether or not he'd financially recover <laughs> following yeah. that tragedy. So I can I can maybe sympathise a little bit with this with this person yeah there's all sorts of weird characters in there like ex-prisoners and you don't never know who's really good and who's bad well maybe not, they're all bad not forgetting that the main uh, the main guy in this in this documentary has got two husbands <laughs> yeah yeah well that's another thing with him as well he, he um i don't know how old he is actually it's hard to age him but he seems to get young attractive looking straight partners like two of his, well, at least one of his husbands was actually a straight man, but for some reason he seems to attract straight men as partners, and I don't understand that. Like good-looking, young, and he's not good-looking and quite getting on a bit. I don't know how old he is, but sounding a I, bit I, jealous, Scott. I maybe we should move on. <laughs> Let's move on. It's <laughs> it's getting hot in there. I might open a window. But <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, it's worth watching anyway if you've not seen it. There's uh, there's some right. Like, stuff going on in that program tiger king yeah not this, king tiger not king tiger there's seven of those i think on netflix so uh you should get that done in the night i would say you know why you not? could I, I i like to spin it out a bit more than that but yeah you can definitely do it yeah. somehow um i don't know if you uh if you saw this scott but um on uh, monday tuesday wednesday early, earlier on in the week um there was a quiz that was on ITV, which was a dramatisation of the uh, Major Charles Ingram coffin scandal on, on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Um, that was a really, really good insight into what happened at the time, how Millionaire was was um, developed and created, and, and obviously what happened with that. I don't, I don't know if you watched that. I've not. I've not. I've seen. I've seen people talking about it, but I just thought if it's a, I just thought if it's a, like a a remake of. Like a dramatised version of uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I kind of thought, well, I'm not even interested in the actual programme, so I would have been interested in a dramatisation of it. But now you've told me that, it does sound a bit more appealing. Fair enough. I mean, personally, I was fascinated by it because I'm just like, how can how can you get away with cheating? I, I think there's definitely a bit of uh, did they or didn't they, even now. I mean, obviously, they were found guilty. I don't want to spoil that because... I yeah. have, but, but it's obvious it's been in the news. But um, excellent cast as well. Uh, Matthew McFadden um, played uh, Med Charles Ingram, um, brilliant, and um, Michael Sheen played Chris Tarrant. It was uncanny. He's got he's such a brilliant actor and really really able to take off all these different um, parts. Like he played Tony Blair, um, he played Brian Clough. He's just brilliant, a brilliant voice actor as well. 
Mm. I didn't realise it was Martin Sheen who played him. Yeah, it was like, he did an interview on BBC Five Live and it was like, you shut your eyes and it's Chris Tarrant talking. He's, he's, he's got him off to a tee. Brilliant. But yeah, a couple of things to watch there. Um, quiz was on uh, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday night, but that'll be on the ITV player. So if you've if you've run out of things to watch, I'd definitely recommend those two. Mm, yeah, two good ones. Um, so. Talking of good ones, should we have song number three? Yes, now this is a good one. Uh, this one is from a band called Reclaim Vienna and this one is called Change the Echo.
playing Vienna. That was Change the Echo. And they've they've got another one out um, next week. So we'll Next to... Friday, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this Friday. Sounds... This Friday. That... No, it's next Friday because this Friday's uh, already gone, hasn't it? It's the, <laughs> the following Friday. Next week, so it's next Friday. Whatever. <clears throat> anyway, it's called... That one's called... I mean, that one was good we've just played, but this one in particular next week called Cool With It, and it sounds really good. I've heard a little snippet of it. And it sounds really, really good. I've said really twice. Really, really, so, you have. Yes. Proves it. Um, yeah, I like that so, one. Belter, that great one. anthem. Um, and you were just saying there that uh, off mic that uh, Fling have got a new one out. Your fa- one of your favourites. Yes, we had Sophie and the Giants last week, and Fling next week. So, uh, well, if we can, we might try and squeeze them into next Sunday's show if it's uh, if it's a good one, which I think it will be. Yes, um, we've got, we've got lots uh, of songs that have been submitted. So if you want to get yours into us, it's at Sunday Sounds SL on Twitter, uh, Facebook, or Sunday Sounds at SheffieldLive.org on the email. Um, yeah, there's, I, I think because people are locked down, um, they're doing a lot of recording. That's definitely what it feels like, Scott. Mm, yeah, I mean, a lot of uh, stations have shutting down stuff but we're soldiering on aren't we and trying to get as much stuff out there for yeah. everyone yeah we are and uh, it's it's uh it's a bit strange doing it from home still even though we've been doing it for the last few weeks but because we can't see each other it's just a bit weird isn't it mm, yeah true but you, I'm, i think i'm getting used to it now a bit yeah i think so um i'm i'm missing greg's i've got to say um i saw in the news this week that some of the uh, takeaway restaurants will be reopening people like pret Burger King, KFC. Um, no sign of Greg's just yet, though. What about McDonald's? Have you heard anything about them? No, nothing. I, I mean, I'm not. I've, I'm, I'm not connected to them in any way. It's just what I've heard on the news, Scott. You know. Okay. No, because um, everyone seems to be missing McDonald's. It seems. I'm, a, I'm not a big fan of KFC or Burger King, to be fair. But McDonald's, it really, really feels, really feels sad. Well, let me tell you something, Scott. Hmm. Um. Firstly. At uh, Iceland, you can get the Greg's frozen pasties, which are apparently just like the real thing. You put them in the oven, jobs are good. So that's that one sorted. And the okay. second thing, Hellman's burger sauce. Right. It's exactly oh, that... like the sauce that you get on a Big Mac. Oh, now then. I'll have to look some of that up then. It's a game changer, honestly. I think it's about a quid. Uh, we've got some. We're going to have burgers. We're having burgers tonight. We've got some burgers from Iceland, some brioche buns, which I know is not technically the Big Mac bun. It's got sesame seeds, but whatever. Um, yeah. Bit of salad, bit of burger sauce. Laughing. I'm looking Very forward to good. it. Very I'm looking forward to it. We had burgers last night. We had it up on, on the uh, barbecue up on decking. Uh, homemade burgers. Yeah. A bit of chilli in. Anyway, delicious. What did you hear about? Uh, don't talk about McDonald's as well. There was a, a guy that visited his local store. I can't remember what area it was in now, but if you look it up in the news, and uh, he looked around, he's looking at the de- decor in there, and they've got like the families of on stock photos, you know, like just all playing on the beach and running around in the park and stuff like that. Right. So he had to think about it. He looked at him, and then he went away, and he brought new pictures and swapped them of pictures of him sat there, you know, like on the beach, like smiling or with his thumbs up. And he popped, they swapped them for the stock photos in the, inside the McDonald's store uh, without anyone noticing, obviously. And then he didn't visit the store for several months and he came back and his photos were still all over uh, the, the restaurant. No one had noticed that it was all photos of him, <laughs> which I thought, were quite, I thought were quite a funny story. <laughs> that's, good a good, idea. So, uh, that's a good one, that's that. Something to, yeah, something to try out. 
Oh, anyway, um, right, it's time now for Chart Toppers. Each week we ask you, the listener, to send in your suggestions for us to select a year from. We then take that year and pick two tracks, and you have to work out which song charted the highest in the end of year top 40. Simple year? Yeah, the viewers are going to play along with me. Not viewers, because we haven't got viewers, but listeners, whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Now, this week, because we've all been in lockdown, haven't we, I decided it's best to stay at home. So I had all the suggestions diverted to my home address. Dangerous. Uh, last night, I crept Dangerous. out onto the road at 2.30am with a large bass drum and started banging it loudly until some of the neighbours started screaming things like, what the ruddy hell are you doing out at this time? And Scott's <laughs> finally lost it. I replied with, tell me a year. And at first I was greeted with hostility. But after several times... Julie from 122 shouted, 1997. So I got back into bed. Now, so that was the year that uh, we went with, 1997. Uh, that was sent in by Mr. Cliff Promise. Uh, and when he finally gets back to work, he's an accountant from Low Edges. So thank you to uh, Julie and Mr. Promise. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> That's lovely. So should, so should we move on to question one? Yes, 1997. Looking forward to it. Right. Question number one. Which did better out of these two little bad boys? Chumba Wumba, Tub oh, Thumping. Oh, yeah. I get knocked down and I'm back up again. Or Aqua, <laughs> Barbie Girl. Oh, what a, what a terrible song. Um, <laughs> oh, I remember Chumba Wumba because that was on uh, World Cup 98 uh, on the PlayStation. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, so, well, not, well, not brilliant, but it was a good song. Um, it's got to be Chumba Wumba. Oh, that was that did well. Number seven, but Aqua Barbie Girl was in a number three. Really? That was the third best song of 1997? Well, I wouldn't say it was the best, but it's the third best-selling uh, chart single of, uh, yeah, 97. Unbelievable. So, uh, yeah, that's none out of one. Question two, we've got Spice Girls and Mama, I love you. Mama, I care. Yeah, very good. Or Spice Girls. To become one. Oh, oh, um, I I think this is a trick, Scott. A trick? No, How it's can not. That be a trick? Because right, I'm thinking. Um, only fools and horses, right? The three that were shown right around Christmas, 1996. I think to become one was the Christmas number one in 1996. So, I think it probably will have fizzled out sometime early 97 so I'm going to say Mama Mama and you'd be right in doing so shouting Mama uh, that was number 11 and To Become One was number 13 just so get, quite ju close just get me on eggheads they love they love yeah. it when you explain it don't they I didn't realise it was uh, anything like a trick I just picked two up there All so right. anyway what were the, sorry what, what were the chart positions there Mama was what 11 and To Become One 13 oh right well not far off then close but yeah no cigar there. Uh, the final question, or question three. Uh, the Verve, The Drugs Don't Work. Really good track. Yeah. Or The Verve, see what I've done here. Yeah. Bittersweet Symphony. Two other tracks. Ooh. I think they're probably the best tracks we've ever had on uh, Chart Toppers. Yes. Now, I think the better song is Bittersweet Symphony. But I think it's a trick because you like tricking me. So I'm going to say drugs don't work. You're correct in doing so, but it wasn't yes. a trick. I just picked two songs. I can't. I, 
I can't change. The only way I could trick you would be to change the date, uh, the uh, the overall chart. What were the chart positions? Drugs don't work with 32. Uh, Bittersweet Symphony were 39. All right, so not not that much of a trick then. Not too much, no. So uh, right, so what did you get? You got two, two did you? Two out, two out of three, three ain't bad. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to push for uh, maybe a three? And over the bonus point? I think I've got to go for BP. I've got to do it. <clears throat> right. Who was number one in the overall chart in 1997? Now, as always, I'll give you a little bit of a clue. Uh, singing it to you perfectly in a club singer style. In a club singer style. Put my teeth in. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> hey, me. <baby. laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, that's not singing, that's just a noise. <clears throat> Any good? No, not at all, but because The Full Monty was released in 1997 and it's one of the best films of all time, <clears throat> uh, I'm going to say I Believe in Miracles by Hot Chocolate. Oh, good choice, good choice. But no, it was uh, it was Puff Daddy featuring Faith Evans. I'll be missing you. Well, it wasn't my best club singer style, but that was. Uh, you might be able to pick it up if you listen back to it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, hopefully you did a little bit better at home. Two out of four. I'll settle for that. That was chart toppers. Right, time for song number four of the show, and uh, this is Narrow Margin. Yes, with Hey Mr. Shareholder. Now, this single is uh, being put on a, a compilation album uh, that's raising money for the feeding the NHS to provide them with meals. So if you want to buy that, you go to Independent Music News, and uh, it's a voluntary thing, but I think it's a fiver minimum. So uh, there's loads of good stuff on there, so give it a whirl. Yeah, great uh, and, and do your bit for the NHS. Yeah, great cause. Enjoy.
narrow margin with hey mr shareholder what a great song really got us going that a good good track i'd put down for that <clears throat> sounded right sarcastic but i meant it i meant it then yeah yeah it was a good song it was a good song and uh, as scott mentioned there before the song um it's part of a charity compilation album so uh do your bit if you if you liked it go and buy it yeah i think that's how you get loads of stuff on there as well and it's a fiver so it's definitely worth having definitely. do it um We've... Did you see uh, in the news this week as well uh, a woman from Leeds, uh, a woman called Amanda Liberty. Uh, she sent off, uh, went on eBay and bought a 92-year-old German chandelier. She, she, which is... Amanda, Amanda Liberty. Did she not once send in the date for uh, chart toppers? <laughs> she might have done. Yeah, <laughs> we get all sorts. But yeah, so um, she bought this German chandelier, like an antique, off eBay and uh, fell in love with it when she received it. Now, uh, quite often that doesn't sound that unusual, but she actually fell in love with it, like head for heels over in love with it. Because uh, she's got this thing called objectum sexual, which is where an individual is attracted to objects rather than people. Uh, the Sun picked up on the story. Obviously. And uh, ran, this, <laughs> ran this new story. And she sued them, or tried to sue them, because uh, in, the, in their story it claimed that she was actually married to it. And she went balmy at that, apparently, because she wasn't yet married to it. She had got plans to marry it, but uh, at the mo- at the precise time that she ran the story, that wasn't quite true. Do you know, this is typical of the son. Um, what a terrible thing to write. You know, they're engaged, but they're not yet married. Don't be, do it correctly if you're going to do it. Exactly. Uh, she wanted people to know, yeah, that, exa- uh, that actually she hadn't married it yet. So uh, a few years before that as well, um, she, in a previous relationship, she had fallen in love with the Statue of Liberty, and that's why she changed the name to Amanda Liberty. Oh, so she makes sense. She in love with Statue of Liberty. How, uh, what do you think to that, Luke? I think um, it's slightly unusual, um, but if Amanda's happy, then, you know, why not? Yeah, I'm just hoping that the uh, the chandelier isn't a swinger. No, I, I I hope not too, but I'm sure that it does light up a life. Very good. This is why we're on the top money. <laughs> Very good, yeah. Oh. Weird story number one there. Excellent. So, uh, um, right, uh, you've got about five minutes before the Guess the Band poll finishes. Tell us who used to be called Composition of Sounds. This is the Winati Tribe with a new one, Funky But Chic.
got something that's a funky but she can say now was the Winati Tribe with Funky But Chic, the new one. Yes, uh, top lads them from uh, Manchester, aren't they? Um, I don't know if you know, but they've been uh, nominated for three awards at the International Singer-Songwriters Association in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, International Band of the Year, International Band Single of the Year, uh, and International Music Video of the Year. So you can uh, go online and you get a vote every day until the 30th of April. Oh, that's good. you go to... If you go to www.pollmaker.com uh, and register your vote there, fingers crossed to them. Yeah, definitely. And that's off the back of winning uh, Best Music Production uh, 2020 for the single Transition, which you were singing earlier, actually, funnily enough, um, at mm-hmm. the World Songwriting Awards. So, um, yeah, could win some more. So get voting for them. Right. It's time to reveal a guest the band. Yes, the band if you can. Yes, about half an hour ago then we asked you to tell us who you think used to be called Composition of Sound. I've forgotten it. <laughs> Composition of Sound. And the options were Depeche Mode, Duran Duran and Tears for Fears. Um, I know all the bands this week as well, which is good. Mm, so have you got any inkling as to which one of those were called Composition of Sound? Um, just because I think that they are a little bit different to the other two I'm, I, I've, I've plumped for Depeche Mode that was my vote on today's poll and for once 
You are right, my little friend. Depeche Mode was the correct answer. Composition of Sound changed the name to Depeche Mode in 1980 when Alan Wilder joined. Uh, one of the members said that it meant hurried fashion or fashion dispatch, which they all liked. And they found out years later that it didn't mean that at all. Oh. But they stuck with it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so a little bit of information there on Guess the Band. So well done at home if you got the correct answer. Guess the Band if you can. Right then, so it's time for song number six. And uh, you might remember these as Afghan Sand Gang. They've changed the name. They're now called Yellow Brain. Uh, this is the new one. It was released on the 6th of March. It's Cottonmouth.
So that was Yellow Brain with Cottonmouth. Really like that one. Really chilled. Yes, uh, that Afghanistan gang were good as well, weren't they? But obviously, it's, is it the same band exactly? They just changed the name, or have I got new members or anything, or do you not know? Um, I think it's the same. Um, we got that sent in from Puffer Fish Press, and uh, I think it was just a, a rebranding. They should have had a gig on the 28th of March. Obviously, they weren't able to do that, so um, hopefully uh, we can get and see them soon. They need to do Sheffield, really. They do, don't they? Yeah, yeah. I said so. So, yeah, I'd go and see them. Cool. This next one, then, uh, it's Gary John Taylor. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you've got any problems with him, you can say what you want to him, because he's got very tough skin. Rhino skin, I've heard. Oh, that's it, yeah, rhino skin. That's uh, my little joke there. Wish to, I really need to stop saying things like that on air, because it's pathetic. <laughs> Better than that. Anyway, this one's called Rhino Skin, Gary John Taylor. And then we've got celebrity birthdays after this.
So that was Gary John Taylor uh, with Rhino Skin from his new EP, Heal and Grow. Very good. That's the last uh, song we'll be playing today. Uh, so if you want to check Gary John Taylor out, he's on Facebook, Twitter, all the all the normal stuff. So now it's time for celebrity birthdays uh, just before we end the show. Yes, so we've got three top celebrities. They were all birthdays today. Um, as usual, I'll give you the name and then you've got to guess how old they are today. I hope this day. I hope the more ce- more celebrity fied than last week's celebrities because there were some stretches in there. Let's say. Yeah. Well. Yeah. But this one we've got three fa- fantastic celebrities. Uh, first off, we'll go with Joe Hart. How old's old Joe Hart today? Ooh, Joe Hart. Uh, I think he's younger than me. No, he's not. No, he's not. He can't be. He must be older than me. Thirty-three. Holy moly, bang on the nose. Oh, get in. Happy birthday, Joe. Uh, You're in safe hands with Joe. Very good. Or not, as the case may be. Oh, well, uh, yeah, that's another one. Uh, Head and shoulders above everybody else. Very good. Yes, that's enough of that now. Gok Wan. How old's Gok Wan today? Um, Gok Wan. Uh, 55. 55. He's 46. Oh! (laughs) 55, blimey. Sorry. Um, And Alan Partridge is, well, one of his favourite females, Sue Barker. How old is she today? Ooh, Sue Barker. Um, Hmm. Sue Barker. Oh, God, she's a difficult one. I'm going to say 58. 58. So um, she's not 58, no. She's 64 today. Oh. So uh, you... Yeah, if you total how far you were out altogether, it was quite far, even though you got one bang on. Yeah. So, uh, happy Su- birthday, Joe Gok Sue. Sue Barker will be happy with me, Gok one not so much. You've got to pick your battles, Scott. You've got to pick your battles. Yeah, I think you went the right way. Yeah. That pretty much takes us to the end of the show, unfortunately. The hour's flown Don't by. Doesn't it go past? It does. Fast. It does go past fast. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, stay tuned for DJ Ski. He's on there from 3 o'clock until 5 with Platinum Plates. We'll be back same time next week at uh, 2 o'clock. If you want to get your music into us, sundaysounds at sheffieldlive.org or sundaysoundsSL on Facebook and Twitter. The poddy will be up soon. Have a good week. We'll be back next week. See you later. Goodbye. This is a message from the government and the NHS about how to protect yourself and others from coronavirus. Wash your hands more often than usual for 20 seconds each time. Use soap and water or a hand sanitizer when you get home or arrive at work 
when you blow your nose, sneeze or cough, and when you eat or handle food. For more information, go to nhs.uk forward slash coronavirus. Protect yourself and others.